I'm Jeremy Greer. And I'm Gary Butterfield. And this is Days of Future Cast, the podcast where we talk about all things X-Men. We are uh, currently dealing with all of the fallout from Uncanny X-Men. Um, I don't know. I play a Fallout game with an X-Men skin on it. I don't play any of those other Fallout games. Sure. If you put Wolverine in Fallout, I might play it. Do you know, I uh, I recently did a Retronauts about X-Men video games, I, I think I mentioned. You did? And there is a PC uh, total conversion mod of Quake that the concept is you are like a human soldier uh, and Apocalypse has cloned all of the X-Men. So it's like Quake, but all of the monsters are replaced by X-Men, instances of X-Men. Okay. So like multiple Icemen, multiple Wolverines. Multiple Icemen, multiple Cannonballs, multiple Wolverines. How uh, and stuff? It's real weird. What's the fidelity like on that? Because like one of the strengths of Quake, I think, was how all of those monsters like looked weird and good because of the way that it was built. But like they weren't trying to imitate anything in real life, right? Like, what is does Iceman just look like a giant ball? Like, what do we? It's a. It looks pretty good, I think. Uh, you know, they they look like uh, kind of like PS One fighting game models. Uh, to me, okay, they don't just look like giant balls. Like they're very, they're recognizable. Uh, through that, yeah, the ravages of apocalypse is what it is called. I'll have to, I have to look at some videos for it. Check it out. It's pretty bizarre, uh, and it's so weird too. Like it was the kind of thing like it came out in a box in software at the store that says a quake total conversion under it. Wow, like. Yeah, like it's it's very bizarre. What year would that have really been? weird game? Because Quake One was fuck, man. That was what ninety five, ninety six. This this came out in two thousand five. So it's like, I think it's it's a Quake Three mod. It's not a Quake One. Oh, it's like a later oh Quake. okay. Well, that makes a little bit. Well, yeah, I guess yeah. even then. Well, Quake Three had. Um, yeah, I guess. Oh wait, no, no, no. This came out in nineteen ninety seven. Okay, okay. Whoa, I was gonna say two thousand five well, no, seems yeah, late to have box software for that, but I was I was gonna roll with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're you're right. That was that was a mod for the the mod. Jesus, oh, uh, came out in two thousand five. <laughs> yeah, they had DLC for this fucking Quake Three mod. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's really it's very bizarre and and supposed to be pretty crappy. And I've but I've never played it, and I'm kind of interested. Absolutely, so. yeah. Um, yeah, kind of fascinating. Have we started the podcast yet? Did we, or are we still, we, we did the introduction, yes. right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's how we got here. For, we have Fallout. started the podcast. Yes. This is, <laughs> yes, we are playing podcast now. Uh, we are um, talking about Uncanny X-Men number 19, uh, the cover of which is a giant close up of uh, Cyclops screaming and shooting his eye beams at a bunch of re- Avengers and X-Men that you can see reflected in his visor, uh, in his Phoenix visor, which is extremely mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. Great cover, mm-hmm. uh, and this this issue is from the Cyclops perspective. Finally, uh, yep, finally, uh, and it's cool. It's a good one. Yep, um, we're gonna I st- dig start it. with. Um, it's gonna be maybe a little difficult to explain some of the way that some of these pages are lined out because, like, we have a background of like chaos and destruction with nine panels, kind of off of center axis, and each panel is like a person that Cyclops is thinking about. So we have Hank McCoy and he says, you know, Hank McCoy is thinking, I told you so for the 34th time today. Um, Captain America's DNA reads AT. Um, So he's, it's just, it's just Scott Summers reading the minds and reading and and displaying like what a sense of power that the Phoenix force has, like that he could just feel like there's a blood smear on the ground. He's like, it's typo. That's Logan's. Um, It's, Super Doctor Manhattan shit. Yeah, absolutely. He's experiencing all time and all space at once. You know, um, 
as he's phoenixing out. Yes. And the last panel is he's like, Charles Xavier thinks it's not too late. Charles Xavier's incorrect as he explodes in a big uh, Phoenix burst. God, this, uh, this, this yeah. like th- Phoenix throne that he is on right now. Like this is dark mm-hmm. soul as fuck, dude. Like imagine just some, walking in a room and some dude just burst into a Phoenix flame. Just boss. Yeah. You know, Oh shit. This is going to be a, a four phaser. I feel like, like, uh, I feel like every, I feel like there's probably a good, let's say at least a hundred, maybe up to 500 podcasts that are just not on dark. Soul that don't talk about dark souls that will just get taken over when Elden ring comes out. <laughs> we'll be nominally it's, it's on topic. Be... And then like you and I will be on talking about an X man thing. And like, but did you play the second area? Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> it's going to be pretty tricky. We're going to have to try to confine some of that stuff to text. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, real great. Like very, very cool looking yes. here. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he's talking about Xavier is like, he made me everything that I am and I make him nothing. You know, I, I kill him uh, here. Uh, and this is the thing, like, uh, this is the thing that pushes him into Dark Phoenix. Like, this is when, this is the moment yeah. that he loses control because he lashes out at Xavier, realizes he's dead. Um, we get this really cool shot of, as he's like, body is hunched over. He's just like, it looks like he's just like pulling the blood out of Wolverine or something. Like, it looks crazy. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's super cool looking. And it makes me, and as yeah. he goes full Dark Phoenix, it doesn't even say anything. And then we get this huge spread of you know i am fire incarnate you know the text in the background on white space with this huge phoenix bird with him in the middle and at the bottom it just says the passion of scott summers and and that's fucking cool as shit that's awesome (laughs) yeah it's be incredible poster yes like it's it's real cool looking um yeah uh the uh and he he's kind of like seeing all of his life unstuck in time from a third person perspective you know He's like, uh, I, I'm hovering over utopia in the moments in between. It shows him and, and Havoc jumping out of a plane when they're kids, the brain damage that fucked up his power, him going to school, all that stuff. Everything's happening simultaneously. He's become unstuck in time. Yeah. Um, at this point, he remembers meeting Jean Grey. He remembers uh, Jean Grey dying on the moon. Um, there's a, <laughs> there's a, a re- recurring, it, it almost has the cadence of a, of a joke of a bit, uh, where he says, I am fighting a man with claws. Uh, but as like yeah. the deeper you, the more that you see, I am finding a man with claws, like kind of the sadder that it is almost <laughs> like it's real. Yeah. It's a real, it's always happening. Mm-hmm. Like he's, he's, it's nonstop, yeah. you know, uh, I'm cheating on the redhead girl with a blonde, you know, I'm betraying the blonde. I'm betraying everything. I'm fighting a man with claws. Yeah. You know, um, I'm destroying Paris. I'm destroying a different city. I don't know where it is. Uh, there's a great panel where Wolverine just walks up and sticks his claws through Cyclops's head. You know, it, it doesn't phase him, but he's like literally just pierced his head with his claws. Yes. You know, super good. Um, uh, Hank comes up to him and he says, oh, I know what I can do with Hank. And we see Hank like literally start dissolving in front of him. And then in the next panel, he's back again. And he says, no. And Scott's like, you know, I, I could do that. No, I did I do that or did I just do it and then undo it? Could I, could I make everything yeah. all right? Like, could I undo all of this? Like he's having this internal struggle, this internal battle. Um, again, you know, the reference here is obviously Dr. Manhattan, like you mentioned. Um, and it's just really fucking good. Mm-hmm. I, who's the clever one now? Like, I, I like it a lot. Um, he, this makes him leave. He, he flies up in the sky. Uh, Nova tackles him. I'm kicking your ass moment Mm -hmm. from the actual thing, you know? uh, And as he, as he lands, though, he lands uh, hope and Scarlet witch are fighting him. 
And he's saying like, I hear the words that come out of my mouth and they sound like me if I were an angel. And I had to remember that Lucifer was an angel as well. Yeah. You know? And we see him smile. Uh, just really losing his mind. Yeah. And we see him smile as he realizes like, oh, these people are so small compared to me, compared to my power. And this is visually representative of him like standing over the earth and literally like holding the earth in his hand, holding the fucking solar system in his hand. Um, and just, you know, like this is how much of power he, he has at this exact moment. Um, and then mm-hmm. he, he's surrounded like this, this or he, from above, he's surrounded by this white. Um, and it's, I think this is an impl- implied that like, this is Jean gray talking to him through the Phoenix force. And like, you were such an idiot or whatever. Um, yeah, it, it's it's the one moment of this that feels a little weird to me. I don't. I really. It's hard for me to think that Jean Grey would be like you're an idiot. Well, especially like imagine this. imagine you are Jean Grey and like the thing that you're going to tell your Phoenix up husband who's killed you and you've been brought back. Like like imagine all that history and then being like tell Logan. <laughs> Dude, yeah, it's incredible. <laughs> like, like, excuse me? <laughs> when also, like, I just think this would have been a better moment if this was a moment of understanding, mm-hmm. you know? And and if she were just like, you're an idiot, I'd be like, fuck you. Yeah. Like, you did this. I, w- you know? I would have, like, I think the line here for me would be, uh, you know, let it go, Scott. Like, you have to let it go. Like, enc- yeah. encouraging him to do what the thing that Hope is going to eventually do. Yeah, uh, 100%. Um, you know, uh, and this is happening as Hope and Scarlet Witch are beating him up, you know, uh, taking him out and the, the Phoenix leaves his chest. Yes. You know, uh, and he kind of comes back to his senses. Like he remembers it was about hope. It was always about hope. And then we jump forward to where he's being detained. Um, this is before the jail cell. And so now he's just in kind of a tent. He's, you know, he's in handcuffs. They've got a mask over him. So he can't use his uh, powers and he's barely even remembering like, he's like, you know, I, I thought I lost, I thought I killed you. And then he realizes like, Oh, I killed the professor. Like he's obviously like recovering from this experience. Yeah. And, and beast is dressing him down, you know, basically saying like cities burned, you know, the, the ocean was on fire. Uh, you, you really fucked up. It's such a mess that these new mutants that are showing up. Their legacy is going to be, really difficult and this is cyclops first learning that it made new mutants uh beast you know was not going to say this he did it on accident basically yeah uh it's all cyclops can focus on and eventually beast has to be like yeah there are new mutants yeah you know and cyclops gets a big grin on his face <laughs> he's like, i mean fuck yeah i did it yeah like it, you know it cost me everything but i did it like i saved the race like i've done abominable things i don't ask for forgiveness i don't deserve it but i would do this all again because if it saves the race and like again i you know losing control killing innocent lives in these cities and everything like it's you take i can say you know cyclops was right up to a point um, I also think that yeah. maybe they wouldn't have lost control without constantly being like provoked by the Avengers, but that's beside the point right at this point. Like, but the idea we'll that he know. did all of this to literally save his race is very powerful. Like he, you know, he, he didn't do, even if it wasn't worth it, it, it wasn't all for nothing. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, which is, which is a really, which is a powerful feeling. And the idea, one of the things that makes me interested, uh, in the status quo and the stuff that comes out of this. And one of the reasons why I like the consequences book a lot is because it follows that idea. You know, it would have been very simple just to condemn Scott, like it did basically for 90% of the crossover. Mm-hmm. And just be like, yeah, thank God that's over. That guy was an asshole. <laughs> you know, but it doesn't. Like he's feels at least semi-justified just because 
he's uh you know it worked yeah it was shitty but it worked and as he walks out uh, uh he walks out onto the beach yeah. uh which it's you know the beach is the beach a character gary <laughs> is the beach like new york yes. city <laughs> and sex in the city is the beach a character um very much so as he walks out he raises his arms in an x you know and like fuck yeah i did it um and it's yep. it's hard it's really like I feel like Gillen is, is really deft at doing this because uh, it's hard not to feel a little bit joy and, mm-hmm. and, and and like, Hey, like if, if you're, if you're down with the mutants, like this is a good thing. Like, um, I mean, it took yeah. sacrifice in the professional pro- professional, Jesus Christ, <laughs> professional X, the professional X. Absolutely. <laughs> um, yeah. But it, it, it took sacrifice. It took, um, th- it took everything. Like it took a lot from fucking Cyclops to do this, but he did it. And it's hard not to have hope at this moment, even despite the fact that this dude's going to jail. Yeah. Yeah. It's really cool. The end ending on this up note, I think is a really great little subversion mm-hmm. of this. Even beast has his hand on his shoulder. Yeah. You know, like, uh, yeah. Uh, it's very, very interesting. I feel like we just like, uh, ran, like this through, a lot. ran through this issue. <laughs> it goes real quick. Cause a lot of it's just, you know, him remembering his birth and, and just individual lines. Like it's carried a lot by the art. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, it's, it's a real fast read. I, uh, I'm, we're going to, we're going to see more of, uh, his like cell, like the cell that they make for him. Um, and like here they've got, mm-hmm. obviously got like the full head covered goggles on so they he can't, you know, use his eye blast or whatever. But, uh, do you think it would have just been easier to blindfold the dude than like build a fancy cell? You know what I'm saying? Like, or, or even like yeah. sadistically, like seal the dude's eyes shut. Right. Right. Like, you know, I, I, I don't know, man. I just seems as I was reading, super, it, I was yeah, like, like super glue them shits. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, it's not nice, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. They, they talk about how they're going to make him a helmet and they eventually do. Yeah. But it, it, it's a, you know, they, maybe they just didn't have it on lock. Uh, that's it. Yeah. Everybody. Um, yeah. the next issue, I think we, we did decide to cover it. Is that right? We did. We did say we, we, we would. Yes. Yeah. Um, so yeah. the next episode of this podcast is going to be, uh, on Avengers versus X-Men versus, number six uh and then we'll probably after that pick up with um uncanny x-men number 20 which is the last issue in this run uh and it's very good it's not specifically avx related but like it deals with the fallout so specifically that i think we kind of have to talk about it yeah and then uh then we're going to talk about consequences for some number of issues yep it's a five issue miniseries i don't know if we'll cover it for all three episodes we might do like cover it for an extra long episode and then do the feedback one Mm -hmm. You know, we'll figure it out. Uh, it's cool, though. It's good. Good. Uh, left a really good taste in my mouth. And then after that, we're um, going to do some, like, short stuff. Uh, we mentioned doing, like, some um, solo runs and some, like, first appearances. We we're, we don't have a, currently have a schedule for that, and we may just kind of play that by ear. But that's we're probably going to focus on the first appearances first. Um, I would say if you've got a favorite character and you want us to look at their first appearance, like, if there's something, if there's, like, a x-man that we may overlook um and our conversation dm us uh send it to us on twitter um yeah. or send it go to yeah, the website days of future cast um you can also just dm me on twitter like personally jg greer i don't care uh, my dms are open because i am dangerous yeah dangerous dms <laughs> i invite danger uh, wherever i go uh yeah if you like the show go to patreon.com leave us range reviews on apple podcast or podcast addict we appreciate that mm-hmm. And we will see you next time. Bye, everybody. Bye.